0: Hello and welcome to Knucklehead Podcast. This is Stephen Colin, the Knucklehead. Welcome to all the listeners out there, uh, out there in the in the marketplace of hard workers, dads, fathers, transitioning veterans, um, service members, athletes, sales guys—you name it. Uh, this is all for you. Um, I wanted to. I'm going to talk about a couple of things today. Uh, first of all, let me get a couple of plugs in. Hey, uh, SoundCloud. We are Knucklehead Podcast. We're actually on Instagram the official knucklehead podcast we are on facebook at the unofficial knucklehead and uh, and you can find us a couple different places but uh, that's where you're going to want to start and uh, we're going to get a couple things out there hey listen this is thanksgiving week uh, there's going to be people traveling from really all over uh, everywhere to come and be together and uh, and do two things celebrate what they're thankful for and give back uh because that's what today that's what uh, that's what the holiday is really about it's about thanks and giving, put it together, uh, have some turkey, have some fun, and go out there and, uh, and celebrate that time with family. A um, couple things that I'm going to talk about today in here, and we're going to dive right in. Um, being disciplined, right, and what discipline is, and I'm going to give you some examples of, uh, of how being a knucklehead can affect your, your ability to create discipline, uh, you know, discipline in your life, being disciplined, what happens if you... You fail to exercise discipline in your life, or you have good, good disciplines throughout the day. Um, I, there's a lot of things that I'm going to cover here with you. Um, so, really, what we're going to get into is is what happens <clears throat> what happens in your life as a result of being confused, right? And so I'm going to I'm going to tie this back into discipline here in just a second. So, if you look at if you look at a situation where there's a tremendous amount of confusion. Um, what ends up happening as, as, as the net result of, of that confusion or you have a circumstance where there's, there's not disciplines or rigidity, so to speak, for developing a framework, um, chaos is the net result of that confusing situation. Here, I'll give you an example, right? So if you get in the car and you're not quite sure exactly where it is that you uh, or how you're going to get to a certain destination, uh, you have a pretty good idea if, if you know where the airport is in your town. So you leave your home and you go straight to the airport. Uh, well, being disciplined would be you map out the route ahead of time. You knew, you know the, the time that it takes to get from one spot to another. Um, and if you follow those disciplines very consistently, um, specifically you jump in the car, you already have the route mapped out and you left there at an adequate time. When you get to the airport, it's, it's a very relaxing, uh, normal set of circumstances, even if things pop up that you can't forecast. Uh, if you do not check those things and you have some, some unclarity around the route to get there, what time you're supposed to leave, what time you're supposed to get there, um, you may be very confused when you get to the airport. Uh, you may be staying there for a while instead of instead of actually leaving on a flight. Um, The the antithesis of that is is focus, right? And so if you have focus on those disciplines or you focus your time uh, after going through several confusing circumstances and you actually um, review either mentally or with somebody, uh, what happens is is as a result of that focus, you, you start to have clarity. And so your, your next, uh, situation or your next experience with, uh, that similar set of circumstances, you experience a, a tremendous amount of clarity and that's, that's peaceful. Um, that's, uh, that's something that I've learned. Uh, I've learned, uh, I've learned over time. I've learned by making a tremendous amount of mistakes. Uh, I'll give you an example of something that I did, um, and uh, and this is I mean this is this is indicative of being young, right? So whenever I was young and I was growing up, um, there was there was sports to help keep me disciplined, or at least in good behavior that would keep me out of some trouble. Although it's it's crazy, I still found a way to get into quite a bit of it. Uh, and one of the things that they encourage whenever you're an athlete on a team is you don't go to parties whenever you're in season, or you don't drink alcohol whenever you're in season, or you, you don't go associate with certain types of people that could potentially get you in trouble while you're in season. Well, uh, when you start to cut corners, or you start to, to fudge the numbers, so to speak, or you, you, you don't pay attention to those small, uh, really, decisions on being disciplined, Day in and day out, week in and week out, and really what ends up being month in and month out uh it comes back to bite you i'll give you an example of how my character was compromised and how i i just i did something really stupid man i mean it, it is it is what it is. We went to a party uh, we had a great time it was it was a fantastic time, but a lot of my a lot of my buddies whenever we were playing football uh, were at that same party and um, and you know what it, it was it was a fantastic time uh. You just we just weren't supposed to be there, right? We we just weren't supposed to be there. It didn't matter, uh, it didn't matter what was going on. We you had to stay away during football season, but we didn't. And uh, it, it came to found out, it came to be found out that one of the moms uh was told by one of the you know the students that were there, and uh, and then she started saying, hey, here's all the people who are there, and one by one, each one of these guys uh, were suspended for the next game. And then the next game was like, a, it was a really big game for us. And it turned out that they missed uh, some of the football game just because they, uh, they were at attendance at that party. You know what I did? I lied. I lied. I said I wasn't there. And I got to play. And I helped the team on the field. But really, did I help the team? Did I help me? Did I, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say that, but that's, that's how it was, man. I, 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 was, you know, it was. I was interested in doing two things: one, protecting me; two, maybe looking good on the football field and potentially earning a scholarship. Because at the time, that my two older brothers, they were scholarship athletes. Uh, my dad played uh, professional baseball. That was the standard by which I was measured in terms of my self worth. So. I couldn't let, you know, where I was not being disciplined day to day, come back and bite me on the, you know, bite me on the tail. It did. It really did. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, um, the year before that, I had, a, I had another run in where if I would have just followed the instructions for the team, you know, I, I'd be able to play. I would have been able to play. I got suspended for over half the season uh, because, because of just being an idiot. You know, I was out there not obeying team rules and not being disciplined, paying attention to the details, the small things that you're supposed to do every day. And, uh, and I got in trouble for, for, for driving when I shouldn't have been after a party. You know, I mean, I was 17, 16, 17 years old. I mean, how old? I mean, you got to be a great A moron to do some of the stuff that I did during that time. I'm surprised, I, I'm, surprised I'm still alive because of it. But I'll tell you what. Uh, as a result of those mistakes and learning you know first of all admitting those mistakes to the authorities at the time uh, and the authorities, in addition to uh, the my my father uh, the people who cared for me because I actually lived with another family at the time because he had taken off and um, uh, you know my uh, my football coach, the administrators at the school it was it was not a fun time for me, but I tell you all of those things. Because I want to set the foundation that you know being disciplined is different than being consistent. Being disciplined, first of all, you know what you need to be disciplined in. So your daily discipline. Are you disciplined doing that daily thing that you need to be doing in order to get to where it is that you want to go? If you're not, what ends up happening is you end up setting yourself up for failure. Now, if you learn from that failure, and you have an opportunity to examine what went wrong in that process, you can probably avoid that failure in the future. And in addition to avoiding that failure in the future, you can become more successful in what it is that you're doing. (laughs) Well, that's what happens when you make mistakes, guys. Sometimes you get afforded the opportunity uh, to fail. And that's what I did a lot whenever I was younger. Um, A really, really good example of, of a way to look at discipline um, is, is a book called Extreme Ownership uh, where Jocko Willenick and Leif Babin, they, they do a really good job of breaking down you know, military stories and military circumstances and then making it applicable to, to everyday life. And <clears throat> One of the phrases that Jocko is uh, very, very uh, famous for is discipline equals freedom. Right? And so given my mistakes from the past, uh, I had a very uh, rough time with either being disciplined Exercising discipline in my life, or being forced to be disciplined by somebody else right and so because of those three factors i didn 't think discipline equals freedom as a matter of fact, what I thought was discipline equals restriction and I, I i'd argue that there's probably quite a few people out there that if they have somebody kind of bringing the hammer down on them or they they're being hard on them, being call coaching or or if you're in sales and, and, you're, and your management wants to make sure that you're either hitting your metrics or doing something like that, first of all, they shouldn't be talking to you anyway about your metrics. Your metrics should be something that you're, you're blowing out of the water anyway, and you're just accountable for the results and tweaking a little bit of those things. Um, but if if they are talking to you about those things, it's probably because you're not being disciplined. And it's probably because the discipline that you, that you need to have, they're the only ones that can steal it. They're the only ones that can help you develop it. So if you had, you know, mistakes that you've made in the past that you haven't learned from, you're going to have a really difficult time processing when somebody else tries to give you some examples on how, hey, you need to be more disciplined or here's some things that you can have in your day-to-day or daily disciplines that will allow you to achieve the success that you want. That's what Jocko says when he says discipline equals freedom. You know, he gives some other crazy, really good examples uh, in a book. So I, I'd suggest it. Extreme Ownership, really, really good book for you to, to, uh, to check out. Uh, there's some other really good ones that you can, uh, that you can check out. How I Raise Myself from Failure to Success in Selling uh, gives you some daily disciplines on how you can categorize uh, your week, uh, do calendar planning and time management. Fantastic book. Um, the Small Things that we do every day, they either expose you or they propel you, right? And so what does that have to do with discipline? Um, Well, for instance, um, everybody knows somebody who was in the military who ended up uh, doing something wrong and they ended up either going to to jail or they ended up getting separated from the military or after they got out of the military, they they became a failure because of, of some circumstances in their life, right? Um, Well, one of those things is whenever you go through boot camp or you go through that transformation from civilian to either, you know, if it's a Marine or a soldier or a sailor or an airman, whatever the case may be, that framework, that's your daily disciplines, right? And you're disciplined through that entire process. Well, what happens when you start to get away from that, right? uh, I remember a drill instructor, or not a drill instructor, but a good mentor in my life told me at one point in time, you have two different paths that you can go down when you get into the fleet. You have two different paths. You have people who do the daily discipline, and you have people who don't. And you decide. It's your choice on which path you want to follow. I remember whenever I got hurt, I had my second knee surgery uh, my first year in the Marine Corps. It was also the first year of my marriage. The first year, the entire first year, she lived in Dallas. I lived in Okinawa. Not necessarily a recipe for success, uh, given our communication patterns. But because of the daily disciplines that we were doing day in and day out, communicating, I was able to overcome a lot of the challenges that we created for ourselves there. It was, it was the past experiences of failure, reviewing those, and then bringing them forward to our present life in order to actually have some, some sustenance, some substantive relationships, uh, which actually helped us get through that time, which was pretty incredible. Um, anyway, the, uh, the two paths... The reason why that's important is because I think that that's true regardless of whether you're in the military. I think it's also after the military as well. There's daily things that your employer will tell you that you need to be doing that will create success. If you don't, then you're going to be made available to the market by being let go from that current employer, right? Or you can do another thing. You can give yourself some daily disciplines to follow if you're self-employed that will create success. Or you can ignore those, and that will lead to eventual failure or lack of income, lack of choices. Uh, in the United States of America today, it's it's uh, it's hard to to have that option. Um, however, the the great thing about this country is you have the opportunity to fail, and I love that about this country. Um, couple couple examples of some really good people um, who've. Who've exercised this, I think the most disciplined person whenever I was in the Marine Corps and if he's listening to this awesome but I remember I had a sergeant uh, Apicella that was very um, he was very specific and I was coming out of a role uh, where I was kind of the training non-commissioned officer for an entire company and then I actually went over to back to the platoons where I was you know, where I was you know participating in, in daily ops and PT and all the things that uh, that uh, that a regular platoon does right and so there's the sergeant came in and it was incredible how he, he had the day-to-day PT that you know, established discipline and opportunities for people to step up and lead and, and actually start to, to work together as a unit. And what that started to do is, is our operations started to get tighter. Our, you know Rather than you know, things falling through the cracks administratively through counseling and everything else, what he did is he elevated the level of performance for the entire company. And he did an incredible job of, of helping us stay accountable. Um, somebody else that uh, that I think was was courageous during that time because of you know some experiences that he had had prior to coming to our company uh, was Harden. You know, Will Harden. He's a he's a stud out there today. He's a dad. Actually, just got first and third in a jiu-jitsu tournament here uh, here locally. And uh, and what he did back then was he was always relatable. He 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 always commanded this separation between. Uh, you know your marines and what you're expected in terms of the relationship. He had this clear delineation, but you never felt that distance as being um, as being uh, where he was. He was doing top down. What he did is he exercised discipline in his life that allowed the example that he was setting for these guys to raise to his standard, and that's that's an. That, I think that's courageous especially especially in today's world where a lot of the examples that are being set, there's people punching down instead of elevating the standard in which they could they, they expect other people to operate in. Now there are mistakes and exceptions to the rule that uh, that people who perform at this level will sometimes come down here, right And that is, uh, if they're not dis- if they're not being disciplined or they're not exercising that daily discipline in some capacity, what happens is that their performance will slip. But the people who are exercising those disciplines, when their performance slips, they come back up. They come back up. Those that don't, they have to scramble, and as they scramble, they I mean they're barely keeping their head above water. And there's a lot of examples of people out there uh, that do that. Um, another another uh, this is the last thing, and then we're gonna wrap up here. Okay, okay guys. Um, I'm going to talk about authority, but I'm also going to talk about one other person. Um, A a buddy of mine came from a well-to-do family. uh, Very easily could have just, you know, ride on daddy's coattails, and you know, if if dad helped fund his business and that type of thing, because his dad was a very successful guy. Uh, This particular individual, rather than taking that that experience, what they did is they learned from the things that their father did in order to be successful, and they replicated not maybe not that same exact work. But the work pattern, and they created that daily discipline that led to success in their life. That led to success in their relationships, and that's Farley, uh, really good, really good uh, uh, buddy of mine up in up in Nebraska. He's a really good dude. Um, uh, also, uh, oh, last thing, authority guys. So uh, I have written down here: is it is it yours, right? Is it yours the authority, or is the authority something that you give power to something else or to somebody else? So ask yourself this question just as we wrap up here, right? These are, these are, these are some steps that, uh, that you can take in order to, to generate the discipline that you need in your life or, or the discipline that potentially you can start placing into your daily work habit. Um, that authority is really difficult to, uh, to exercise yourself if you've made mistakes and you've lost uh, really confidence in your ability to make good quality decisions. So a lot of times when you've done that, um, you want to take the authority uh, that, you, that you have, that you own, and you give it to somebody else and you ask them permission or you ask them for affirmation back to you so you can get reinforced, you know, you can actually earn that self-respect or that confidence back uh, to actually, you know, exercise those daily disciplines. Um, you know, ask yourself, who has the authority in your life? Is it somebody else or is it you? and if it's somebody else my challenge to you is stop stop frantically going at a at a at a pace just so you can try to keep your head above water stop for a second and review why you failed or review your mistakes or review where the lack of discipline was and then be honest with yourself as you place those staples throughout your day and 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 say well is this a character building opportunity? For instance, whenever I made my mistake lying about the football team, where I'm, I'm that was a character building opportunity for me. You know, not falling on your sword or or doing the right thing. Those are all things that that I didn't do, and I had to actually overcome and go back and earn respect of my teammates, and go back and do um, the hard work extra work in order to be more disciplined and character building as the season went along and going into the following season or is it is it just you know is your mistake is it is it just a result of things that you couldn't control and then you just need to stay consistent in those disciplines in order to give you the success that you're looking for so my my challenge is is you're the only one that can really really honestly evaluate that and once you have grab somebody that you respect Follow them, ask them, tell them, hey, I, I think I made some mistakes here. Here's what I'm doing. You know, I really appreciate your perspective on this. What do you think? So um, for that, guys, we're wrapped, we're done. Uh, we're gonna go into this following week. I want you to exercise some disciplines as you're eating some Thanksgiving dinner uh, this week. Holy moly, if you're a little overweight, or if you're, uh, if, you're, if you're a little unhealthy, have some fun. But I'll tell you what, man, go for a walk or something like that afterwards. Work it out. You know what I mean? Um, hey, listen, not everybody's, uh, not, every, not everybody's perfect, regardless of what they want to present on social media. There are these filters that never really get told. You never get told the whole story. Remember, that's what we're doing here. We're telling you honestly some mistakes that you've made, mistakes that I've made. Uh, mistakes the potential you've done it's okay you can still achieve the success that you're looking for and go out there instead of being a knucklehead like me you can continue to be a knucklehead and make knucklehead decisions but you can also be a success and that's what uh, and that's where the rubber meets the road so uh, appreciate you guys again we're back on SoundCloud Instagram uh, the uh, knucklehead and there are also unofficial knucklehead on Facebook so uh, comment below on what you thought give me an example of something that you did uh, that, that was a mistake I would love to hear it. We'd love to talk about it. Love you guys. We'll see you. Happy Thanksgiving.